baby. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's the Jaw Rule podcast, you guys. Who knew? Man, I uh, my piano playing is so bad. I really need to focus on more. One second, let me close the door. To the studio, aka my bedroom where me and my wife sleep. <laughs> uh, welcome to Gambling for Shoes. This is a real ass podcast, believe it or not. I know you're like, whoa, who has the budget for all this? And I do. <laughs> the production value is off the charts here. Uh, yeah, welcome to Gambling for Shoes. It's the hottest uh, apocalypse proof gambling for shoes podcast, you know, <clears throat> in the world. One of one. Someone needs to make an NFT out of this show. Um, guys, welcome. I'm your host and only person on the show. Uh, my name is Jack Snodgrass. I live in Cincinnati, Ohio. I do stand-up comedy. I used to play professional baseball. And now I am gambling for shoes. So far, so good. We won again last week. Dude, I'm not even really keeping track at this point because, you know, things are going well. I don't need to quantify shit. I, I think I've won like seven pairs of shoes. I feel like I've won seven of the 12 or 13 weeks of this podcast, something like that. There was one week where we didn't bet because of the Super Bowl. But I think I've won like three or four weeks in a row, uh, which is great because I was really... It felt like... Because I, I only really bet on the NFL, and now I'm basically betting on the NBA, which I, I don't know a whole lot about. But, uh, you know, I'm familiar with sports and momentum and injuries and stuff like that, so I can kind of read the tea leaves a little bit. Um, so we've gotten a little hot. Um, we got another NBA pick at the end of this episode. Uh, definitely don't follow me, but to follow along, make your own bets. But uh, I am no NBA authority. I'm, I wouldn't hesitate to call. I would hesitate to call myself an NFL authority at this point. But uh, you know, so far so good. These toes are happy. I had I had a, fun, a foot fungus. So I had to get rid of my shoes for anyone listening to this podcast for the first time. <sighs> anyway, guys, I really appreciate you uh, spending a little time with me here. Uh, well. This comes out on Thursday. I don't know when people listen to it. I hope, hopefully, somebody listens to this seven years from now, when the world doesn't exist anymore, and all that. Hopefully, this podcast is the only living, the only example of of proof that humans existed. Is this podcast? That would be uh, quite funny. That's what that's what we're dreaming for. You know, dream big, you guys. Um, yeah, I think we got uh, a little decent. Guys, guests are on the loom. Guests are on the loom. I, I, I have an idea, so I'm going to start bringing on my funny little comedian friends, and uh, it should be a pretty lighthearted thing. I'll always, I'll always be doing some gambling. I'll always be picking some shoes, but uh, it's been good to do it by myself. I will say it's, it's actually kind of helped me on stage, I do think. Uh, people may be listening to this and like, man, this podcast sucks. I can't believe this guy does comedy, but <laughs> believe it or not... Uh, you know, talking alone into your bedroom microphone for 20 straight minutes. Uh, there's some, there's some transferable skills to that and comedy. Um, comedy, by the way, it's the best. I I highly recommend anyone starting it if you ever felt it, you should. But I'm hosting at Go Bananas this weekend for Steve Gillespie. Uh, six shows. Club work is the absolute shit. Um, so thankful to be doing that. Um, man. I've had, this is my fourth time hosting at a club uh, this year. 
and uh, it's just it's just fun because it really it really makes you feel like you're actually doing comedy because there's a lot of nights when you do stand up comedy where you're like whoo what am I doing with my life but when you're in front of a couple hundred you know paying audience members it's like okay this is um, you know I'm not hosting the Oscars but this is some version of showbiz but. <laughs> I've I've run into some some veteran comics just from hosting, and you know you get to know them a little bit. Like guys who have you know they've been on TV, they got specials out and stuff like that. They they're probably not famous to the layman. That means the people who don't watch comedy. I don't know if I use that word right, but uh, they are really accomplished. You know they've been doing this job for you know some of them decades. And they've been on like Conan when that was a thing and the Tonight Show and all that stuff. So it's been cool to be around those dudes. And every single one of them asked me, like, why don't you talk about baseball on stage? Because right now I've been doing comedy for three years and about seven months. Yeah, seven months. Three years, seven months. And I don't have any jokes about baseball. And I, one of them, one, one guy asked me, uh, Josh Wolf asked me, not to, not to name drop. <laughs> Give him a Google. <laughs> I know celebrities. But he was like, is it, is it too painful for you to talk about? And that is definitely not the case. But then somebody, I was at an open mic and one of my comedian friends uh, was on stage and he like made a baseball reference and then put my name, because everyone knows I played. I just don't really talk about it for whatever reason. We'll get into that, I guess. And he got off stage. He's like, hey man, sorry for bringing up baseball. I was like, what are you apologizing for? So I think people think that I have this like deep wound that if people bring it up, then I put their name on a list and say, Johnny from Florence, Kentucky made me remember that I didn't play in the big leagues. And now I'll never forget him. It's not like that. I mean, look. So the synopsis of my of my professional baseball clear, career, uh, I was a low-round draft pick. Wasn't Not a whole lot of expected out of me by the San Francisco Giants. And I kind of overachieved uh, and had... You know, a pretty I ended up having a pretty good professional career, and probably with another organization, I would have gotten at least a, cu- a cup of cough in the uh, big leagues. But uh, with the Giants and Rangers, I kind of crapped out in Triple A for whatever reason. The majority of my time was spent in Double A, and uh, it was cool. Played with a lot of really, really talented people, and against a lot of really talented people who are, you know, for real superstars in the big leagues. Uh, Francisco Lindor comes to mind. There's a whole lot you just forget. You know, you play against so many superstars and celebrities, you just lose count. <laughs> so that's my synopsis, basically. But I, I don't talk. I think I don't talk about it because to me, it's boring. Like I don't want to. I don't want to sound mean, you guys. But whenever I bring up or it gets, it comes to light that I've played professional baseball, people instantly their ears perk up. They instantly think that I'm like more important than I actually am. And their eyes light up and they're like, oh boy, you know, they see me as something else. They don't see me as just a guy. I, it's like they, I don't know, I'm not going to say that they smell opportunity or something, but you know, I do have people come up like, hey, would you give my son lessons? And the answer is always no. <laughs> no, I would, I would. I don't really have a, yeah, to me, it's just, it's just kind of a boring conversation and like, in comedy, I get to talk about whatever it is I want to talk about, you know, so long as I'm being funny, you know, and I like that. And, you know, whenever baseball gets brought up in a casual conversation, whenever I meet somebody, you know, that conversation is usually me getting hammered with questions. And they're usually, it's never really a good conversation. So I guess whenever I'm ready to 
to steer the conversation about baseball, then I will. But to me, I, you know, I'm still a young comic. I still like to talk about fucking dicks and 9-11. You know, I want to, I want to be inappropriate. I don't want to talk about this easily digestible shit. I, it's like, I, it's like in a way I know that once I start talking about baseball, I'll be able to do it. Um, cause it's more of a story type thing. And I think I could be more of a storytelling comic, but right now I'm just trying to basically learn the ropes, like do jokes, have good sets, fuck with the crowd, like just basically, you know, build my, my, what my repertoire as a comic and the baseball stuff that'll always be there. So I, I guess I don't want to really rely on it as a young comic, but I do need to probably start putting some energy into it because in reality, if in this comedy shit, we all just want to be great comics and you know push the craft forward and all that stuff. But in reality, it's going to take a relative amount of fame to do that. And I don't fame the people who want to be famous are crazy. Uh, I don't want to be famous, but you need to have some type of, I guess, notoriety, a uh, what, a hook, if you will. As a comic, and the baseball thing could come in handy one day, but uh, I'm enjoying the phase of comedy that I'm in right now. You know, I'm not sitting here like, oh man, I wish I was on Netflix. I know I'm not ready for that, but, uh, you know, I'm enjoying what I'm doing now. And, you know, maybe, maybe I'll, I'll, when my Netflix special comes out after I do my 9-11 bits, I'll do some baseball stuff. But I think what my, the source of, if I want to start picking at it, which I do, I need to go. I need to go like look back at things that bothered me. That's that's usually if you want to be funny, basically go up there and kind of air your complaints to the world. Um, and I will say when 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 baseball gets brought up, my the thing I that bothers me the most, number one thing, and it's not even that it's that bad. It's just so predictable. Is that hey the like hey you played baseball yeah 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 and what do they say? You know I used to play. Yeah, I played a little third base my sophomore year, of, of high school man. It was it was fun, but it wasn't really my thing. But you know we were kind of good. You know I you know what I was good. I was good. You know I probably could have played in college if I wanted to. You know, and then after that, then maybe, you know, maybe I could have jumped, I could have jumped to the pros like you. You know, maybe we would have been on the same team. That's what I hear. People who played 15 games in high school then tell me, I don't know, I, look, I know that they're just, they're just trying to relate, okay? But you telling me that you played in high school would be like if you came up to a plumber and you're like, hey man, you know, I used to clog toilets. You know, I, I, I've used, I've unclogged a couple turds out of my toilet. You know what I'm saying, man? We, we're basically the same dude. You know, it's just, uh, if you, look, all right, guys, this is mean. All right, I, I, and I'm not, this is, this is mean. And I don't want to, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. But I want you to listen really closely. If your playing career ended in high school, you suck. You were not good at that sport. I know you maybe got a letterman's jacket. I know you maybe got a medal or a trophy and you got some uniforms and a couple pictures. But if you did not play past college, you sucked. I'm so sorry 
to tell you guys, to inform you that you didn't really do anything. Not, not, look, I crapped out in the minor leagues. You know, I'm not Barry Bonds. I'm not Greg Maddox. You know, I'm not Yogi Berra. I, I, I didn't even make it to the big leagues, okay? So if someone wanted to say, hey, man, if you haven't played in the big leagues for a couple of years, you sucked. And, and, and they would be right. They would absolutely be right. Compared to Roger Clemens, I sucked. <laughs> but compared to me, the rest of you sucked. <laughs> hey, these are baseball jokes, huh? Get me on stage, goddammit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's kind of funny. <laughs> it's good. We're laughing. I'm crying now. Oh, I miss it so much. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Oh, man, I don't, I really don't miss baseball, but, uh, woo, if you crack, because look, guys, there's a lot of small colleges out there that you could have walked on if you really wanted to play, like, I was hurt most of my senior year, and I was tall and left-handed, and I had some things working in my favor, you know, that is true, but, uh, you know, I still found a way to play collegiately, I mean, I had some talent and shit like that, but, like, there's plenty of rinky-dink, obscure, tiny-ass schools all over the world that could have found out about you and could have asked you to come play for them uh, in their shitty uh, program. Which, you know, look, I played junior college. Now, it was not a shitty program. Walter State Community College, what's up? I'm not trying to, I know it's weird to flex about the community college you went to, but, you know, they won a national championship the year before I got there. We went to the national tournament, and, and a lot of guys went on to play at big, at major D1s and professionally. So, you know, it's not, it's no laughing stock. And then I, I played uh, Division One baseball at Austin P. State University, the home of the Fighting Governors, which I am proud to say my last year we won the fucking, we won our conference, then we went to the re, we went to the NCAA tournament, and we beat Georgia Tech in Georgia Tech, and your boy pitched! It was the sickest shit I've ever done, just about. Um, it was awesome, so shout out to, shout out to my alumni, uh, but I'm not really a big college pride guy, but, uh, you know, Austin P., man. And I, and after we won, we ended up after we won that year. Then the program kind of like started winning more and more championships. It was really kind of cool to be a part of that. But uh, if you played in high school and only high school, just remember that you weren't a part of that because you sucked. <laughs> you let the ball roll between your legs a little too often. You threw the ball over the first baseman's head. You struck out looking way too much, brother. You couldn't hit the curveball, and you sucked. <laughs> oh man what a show let's do a commercial huh you guys are like this isn't a real podcast this is just a maniac <laughs> this is just a maniac here uh in his basement playing uh three seconds of a song you know uh let's see here Okay, guy, it's time. Real ass podcast coming at you. People pay somebody for me to read this shit. Uh, so, hey, guys, uh, tons of people take a multivitamin, and it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of athletic greens, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your motherfucking day right. This special blend of ingredients helps support gut health, the nervous system, the immune system, energy recovery, focus, and aging. It's a friendly, it's a lifestyle friendly, 
adapting to a wide range of diets. Reading is tough. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, and no chemicals or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 per day. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during the cold and flu season. Oh, don't you catch the COVID? <laughs> it's just one scoop and a cup of water every fucking day. That's it! Every fucking day! No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. What a loot! All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take over ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Wow! I mean, guys, what can I not sell? I mean, if if Athletic Greens heard me read that, they would be like, you know what? Uh, we're good. Can we not be on his podcast? That would be sick. Uh, let's see. I'll real quick, and I'm going to do this in two minutes, as fast as I can. Uh, so last night, at this point in the in the world history, Joe Biden did his uh, State of the Union address. I did not watch it because. Whoo, now that COVID is over, they really flipped that switch. Now that COVID is over, I do not give a fuck. It's over. The movie's ending. You know, the crisis is somewhere else. And I'm sorry if that makes me an asshole, but your boy is moving on. People keep asking me, like, well, what about the Ukraine? What about it, dude? Me crane, dude. Not Ukraine, me crane. And me crane says, I'm, I am moving ahead with my life because, you know, COVID, COVID was affecting us also personally. We all experienced it. Uh, Ukraine, we will not all be experiencing it. Uh, wish them the best. Really do. But God damn, I like to get my life back on the rails. How about that? So if you guys are watching, if you guys are playing along and watching, uh, whoever's in charge, the, the next movie they're playing, which is called Ukraine Help Them. <laughs> Uh, and switched over from COVID is the end of everything. And we're just now, we've just got whiplash and like, please enjoy it. But my wife was like trying to talk about Ukraine and I was like, you know what? I ain't trying to hear this. And eventually a couple of days later, she was like, I don't care about this. And that doesn't make us bad people. We just, I think, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with kind of focusing on what you can control. That was a, that's an old sports adage for all you fucking morons that played high school baseball only uh and it, no it applies though it applies dude uh you know control what you can control and here we are uh you know trying to do that that's been a half-baked thought by a half-baked person um it just it, it, it just been weird how covid got turned off and this got started I don't, i'm not trying to get into it but every now and then i'll touch on this subject I just uh, I just don't appreciate uh, the about face and abrupt because you know we've we've yanked up all the vat the, the vax mandates in Chicago and New York and just two bro I mean three weeks ago we were averaging a million cases a day of COVID a million a lot of them were being unreported because not everyone fucking calls the people after they test positive for COVID but we were we're averaging about a million cases a day wasn't in the news nothing that and then two weeks later three weeks later. The mask mandates are gone. The vax mandates are gone. 
what, is COVID not a big deal anymore? It's like the two years uh, that happened wasn't totally about the virus. All right? Oh, God. Here we are already. We're already uh, doing I Am Legend shit. Uh, perfect. But, you know, it's my podcast. I just wanted to bring it up. And that's just kind of how I feel. Uh, so, you know, sometimes it's healthy to not give a fuck. Anyway, speaking of not giving a fuck, we're gambling, baby! Real quick, here's the shoes this week. Uh, they are Chuck Taylors. And my God, they are unique Chuck Taylors. They're like black and red. It's called Chuck Taylor All-Star All CX Low. And the color is black, wild, mango. kind of like them. They're pretty cool. They're only $45. This podcast is just eating off of cheap-ass shoes. Um, yeah. So, and then tonight... We're making. We're already making the bet, okay? We're making the bet. We got the shoes. The podcast is almost over, guys. You almost made it to the end. Thank you so much. Uh, we will be ending shortly, and you guys can all go about your lives. You've done me this favor. You've lent me your ears. You heard me tell you that you all sucked in high school. <laughs> you did, for real. Um, <laughs> okay, so I've already made this bet. Today is Wednesday, March the 2nd. So... You know, Thursday, when this comes out, you'll know. You'll have to go check the box scores. You'll be like, I wonder if that fucking loser won his little gay shoes. Um, <laughs> first time we said gay on the podcast, what's up? Uh, tonight, we are betting on the Indiana Pacers to go into Orlando and beat the Magic. That has to coincide with the New York Knicks going into Philadelphia and losing to the 76ers. So we need the Sixers and the Pacers to win their basketball games here uh, on uh, March the 2nd. And we will get us some new shoes. Uh, guys, that's it. That's literally it. We played, We started off with Jaw Rule. I insulted all of your high school careers. You are all people who clog the toilet. I'm the plumber. Okay? And I'm not even the best plumber. There's someone bigger than me. There's someone better than me. There's a Roger Clemens... Of plumbing out there, really sucking down uh, turds out of out of pipes or whatever, whatever a plumber does. I'm sorry if I offended anyone who ever did it, but that is it for us. Another week in the books. If we wait, wait, guys, I'm running out of closet space. I have shoes on shoes on shoes. This podcast is now a problem. Someone help me. I'll gamble for your shoes. Just give me, hit me up.